0: Hey everybody, it's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mir Alberta. And I am not in Mir Alberta, I am in Ottawa. Also, I don't know if you can hear me because I'm trying to use trying to use this headset because it is so kinda loud downtown uh, here in Ottawa. So please, if you can hear me, just throw some up in the comments and let me know. Otherwise, I'm going to continue on. And if you can't hear me, now is the perfect time to learn how to lip read. So we haven't done a live in a little bit because we have been extremely busy. Like I mean extremely busy. Um, we're getting back to the hotel very very late at night and if you ask carrie and jess apparently it's very funny the way i'm falling asleep during interviews and stuff but (laughs) it is what it is so uh, the last couple days we've been working with uh, some of the groups some of the uh, volunteers who are making doing what they can to make this into uh, a sustainable movement and it is a lot of work there's a lot of people involved You, you have no idea like there's all these truckers involved but the logistics of getting all these men and women food and showers and coffees and fuel and all the necessities is a huge undertaking. So what we've done is uh, Carrie and I have mostly Carrie uh, have offered to have our organization WS Full Steam Ahead uh, assist with this in whatever way they can. So we've asked our membership, hey, is there anywhere you can chip in? Maybe um, doing like you know, like a call center or getting people connected or looking up information, that kind of thing. So everybody really is coming together from all different organizations, all different groups to make this work. And what a beautiful site it is. So as most people know, um, I'm not aligned or involved with any of the other organizations here. There are some that I support, some that I just, I listen to. And, and the important thing to remember is, Regardless of whether or not I agree or disagree with a certain organization or groups, mandates or mission statement, um, these groups are all working together right now to make this work. So we have a common goal apart from our organizations and we are unifying in order to make that work. So that's, that's really, really important to remember right now. And that's happening all over Canada. You see, cities are lighting up, and I don't mean in a bad way, like they're lighting up with freedom. They're lighting up with groups and, and different races and religions and occupations, social class, everything. And they're all unifying towards common goal. And that common goal is to force our government to recognize that even though their internal polling tells them that most Canadians want these mandates, uh, most Canadians want these restrictions, that is not the case. Uh, there was an Angus Reid poll done in the last little while Uh, That poll suggested that Canadians were very unhappy with what's going on right now, and they want this to end. But the Trudeau government is still holding fast to the idea that that Canadians want these restrictions. And they're they're doing everything they can to convince the rest of Canada that they're right. So the problem with, with that is our government actually controls the media somewhat because the mainstream media, they eat at the trough of the Canadian media fund. And if they speak out against the government or don't toe the line, they risk being demonetized. Um, And that could hurt. I mean, we're talking a billion dollar industry. So we're seeing stuff in the media focusing on a swastika flag that I didn't see here personally, um, or one rebel Confederate flag that I didn't see here personally. I'm not saying they weren't here. But I'm just saying that somehow these organizations found the one or two people out here uh, who have different ideology that doesn't fit with what Canadian being Canadian is, and they've they focused on that. And now they're trying to apply that to everybody here. Our prime minister has called these, this, these truckers white supremacists, uh, racists, what else do you call them? sorts of things, and it's really sad because there are a lot of people in this country that look at our leadership, uh, whether it be provincial, federal, or even municipal, and when those leaders say something, they believe them, just because, well, it's the Prime Minister, so if the Prime Minister is saying something, it must be true, and I'm going to come right out and say that Prime Minister, Tr- Prime Minister Trudeau is a liar, he is absolutely a liar, he's lying to you. And I'm going to do the best I can to prove that and show that um, by showing you what's going on here, um, helping out wherever I can, and really driving home the idea that this is not about this isn't a, it's not a, it's it's not a, I don't even want to call it a protest. It's, it's not even, I guess it is a protest, but it's more, it's more a movement. It's, it's uh freedom party a, a freedom party yeah. Yeah. i don't know it's more than party. a protest a big block party mm-hmm. it's it's an it's the idea that we're canadians and as canadians we are free and we are free to make our own choices and we shouldn't and actually can't um, force other people to do things to themselves in order to make us feel a little bit safer and That is a really slippery slope because there are plenty of examples of things we do in our daily lives that uh, we do to help keep other people safe. I get that. In a society, as it grows bigger, you need rules so that people can coexist peacefully. Um, Now the Liberal government is trying to say, they're continuing to push this, this message that vaccination is the only way out of this. And I don't have a problem with them making vaccines available. Um, I don't have a problem. If people want to go and do that, and it makes them feel better, that is absolutely 100% fine. But like everything in life, there is another side of the story. Um, There are doctors and scientists and professionals who are speaking out against this. They're warning people, um, and that's good because you have to know both sides of the story in order to make an informed decision, in order to give informed consent. You can't just blindly do anything really in your life without knowing the benefits and the costs. And I think Justin Trudeau is doing a very good job of showing people that um, his path that he's trying to force on Canadians is not effective in that he is, you know, he's done what what the government tells us to do, which is go get jabbed over and over and over again. And yet he's at home isolating uh, because he's sick and got a positive test result. So, it, it boggles my mind. Even in even in the question period today, I heard the um, uh, the government house uh, uh, leader say that this was that that the jab was the only way out of this, when those that are jabbed are still getting sick and doing the same thing as the unjabbed. So, it doesn't make any sense. And what is worse is that our prime minister is actually causing people to uh, fight amongst each other, like causing Canadians to fight by saying that this is a problem of the unvaccinated. This is uh, if they would just do this, we would all be out of this. Well, that's not true. And we've seen the evidence. We see the data. We see the the statistics about this. It hasn't really changed anything when it comes to getting our rights and freedoms back. As a matter of fact, it may even have taken more away because Now we're at, I think Canada is 90% jabbed or something like that. We still can't go to hockey games. The streets are still flooded with people wearing masks outside. Um, People are scared to go see their families. So nothing has really changed. And now we're getting to a point where those who refuse to do this to themselves for whatever reason, that's their own personal choice, they are now being actively bullied and harassed by the prime minister himself. And so over the next few days, I'm gonna do whatever I can to reach out to some of our elected representatives. Um, I would love to speak to Pierre Polivare because I, the way that man speaks in the house is just unbelievable. Um, I'd like to speak to Candace Bergen. Um, I sent a message to Andrew Shear today to, to get his input on what's going on. And I wanna to speak to these people, not because I want to say, oh, hey, I've got this person on my, on my Facebook page, so come over here and watch me. I want you to hear from people that are in leadership positions. I want you to hear their opinion on how our current leaders are effectively turning Canadians against each other. Uh, and I want to I really drive home that the only unacceptable fringe minority that's going on here is that that, uh, that is of the opinion that speaking about Canadians like that is okay. That is an extremist fringe viewpoint and it's unacceptable, in my humble opinion. And actually, it's not even just my opinion. It is the Trudeau government's opinion that those things are unacceptable as well. Bullying, harassment, discrimination, segregation is unacceptable. They've uh, made they've made bullying awareness months. They've been speaking out for years about stamping out bullying in the schools, um, not harassing people, being inclusive, that kind of thing. And now they are so focused on pushing their own narrative that they have slipped right into that group that is all about those things bullying, harassment, segregation, discrimination. And we need to call them out for that. Even members of the government, even our, our liberal MPs, they should be speaking out about that. Of course, they won't because they're scared of TRIO and they don't want to lose their jobs. And, uh, you know, I, I talked to an MP yesterday and he suggested that, you know, the, the people involved with the liberal government, they just want to win. They don't care if it's the right thing, they don't care if it's an ethical thing, they don't care if it's a moral thing, they just want to win. So if the Prime Minister creates a situation where Canadians actually believe that a certain group in society should be punished or segregated, um, and the polls say, hey, we want everybody that's un un-jabbed to have to pay a fine or go to jail, they would push for that, even though it's wrong, because that's how badly they want to win. And I said to this MP, what we're looking at right now, the country is on fire, and we have, and, and in a good way. People are passionate about this movement. They're passionate about getting the rights and freedoms back. And right now, the, this trucker convoy has has lit this torch. We're carrying this torch. And at some point, either the opposition government or the government or the, the the current government has to take up that torch and run with it because that this movement is what is going to bring Canadians together. At the end of the day, the truth is going to come out, whether no matter what it is. And uh, whichever government decides to stick up and stand up for Canadians on the side of freedom and choice, which is what our country is all about, they are the ones that people are going to, uh, they're gonna vote for them in the next election. And that torch is ready to be passed. So is it gonna be, is it gonna be the conservative uh, opposition government that takes up that torch and really starts speaking out in the House uh, much like what Pierre Polivier did today? Uh, Or is it going to be the Liberal government who is going to see, hey, you know, the polls are starting to say that Canadians don't want this. So do we really want to continue to push this and lose the next election? Because honestly, they don't care about you or me. What they care about is winning the election. And if we can show them that uh, the majority of Canadians want to be free again, as we're intended, they're going to pick up that torch. And I would really encourage uh, the, the Conservative Party to consider this and pick up that torch before it's too late. Because we've seen the Liberal government flip-flop on multiple things in the past. We've seen them go from uh, from from pushing one thing to the other just because the polls said that that's what they needed to do to get votes. So the time is now. Um, it's a golden opportunity. And it, whoever does this is going to get the support of Canada. And I would really like it to be a responsible government that does it. Anyway, what else we got to talk about? Uh, operations? Uh, is there there's a, time? Time. there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. I'm gonna try and make it quick though, because it seems like a lot of people get kind of bored uh, three quarters of the way through my video. Maybe because I'm falling asleep in the video. That's possible. Operation Snowman. That's carries. I carries. It's Carrie's baby, it's a snow baby. So, in the next few days here in Ottawa, we're looking at a snowstorm. Hey, people are honking. I'm parking here. Can't you see I'm parking here? (laughs) Anyway, we're looking at a snowstorm coming through Ontario in the next few days. And I doubt that the city is going to do much for snow removal in downtown core because it will be very difficult. So what we're asking is that whoever can, get some snow shovels down here, distribute them to all the truckers because what we're going to do is while we're here plugging up the roadways, which actually aren't plugged up completely, cars have been moving in and out. Know, uh, the downtown core is not shut down. You can still drive around down here. Why are people honking so much? I know. Maybe I'll just wait till the honking subsides on. coffee. Speaking of Oh, they're honking for coffee. We get coffee and food brought to us like every Oh, yes. We've had people delivering coffee and donuts and samosas and cupcakes and all sorts of things to us so, ever since it's amazing food is not an issue for us in the downtown core i'm got, not sure about the outline so
1: they've got two other setups confederation park
0: oh confederation park there's a food station there and 302 coventry Road. It's 302 coventry road there's a food station there so food if you're in a truck and, sh- and you want to have a hot meal head to one of those locations or actually just ahead of us on uh kent street uh, and
1: Oh yes uh, and, Street Wellington, Street and, and Wellington
0: Is it Wellington? Yeah, it's Wellington right and the there's end. another one up here there's yep. a guy we're running in the smoke yep. Oh yeah Great. So there's lots of food in the downtown corner yep. and there's some restaurants open as well that yeah. you can't sit yeah. in. Of However I yeah, sat and enjoyed yeah. a yeah. meal That's in a restaurant yeah. last night yep. So Operation Snowman um, We're going to take care of the snow ourselves uh, The truckers are going to have snow shovels and they're going to be clearing sidewalks I
1: hope because uh, They're going to be clearing roadways Yeah exactly What else do we
0: have to do? We're gonna be picking up garbage which they already have been doing so get us some snow shovels bring some boxes of garbage bags and we are going to keep this downtown core looking shiny and clean uh, for our entire stay here yeah. uh, the mayor has expressed his displeasure with the trucks being here because he says they're creating a garbage problem and they're just creating problems and it's messy and blah 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 i could take but, a picture right now and it's yeah, just clean yeah but it is not that way at all uh, it is sparkly clean if somebody drops a piece of plastic on the ground they pick it up and put it in the garbage these guys are being really respectful but we wanna keep that going. So if we can if we can show Canada that, hey, we're being respectful to the downtown core of Ottawa and we're taking the time to clear sidewalks and make sure people can walk around safely, then we're gonna do that. If you have any other ideas, and I'm speaking to you right now, Mayor. What's the Mayor's name of Ottawa? I don't know. Jim, Jim Watson. Jim, Jim Watson. Watson, Mayor Jim Watson, I'm speaking to you. If you have any ideas of what we can do as a group down here to help Ottawa, uh, besides move our trucks out because that ain't happening, then please get in touch with me and let me know. If you need us to help bring uh, supplies to restaurants that can't get food trucks or there's supply trucks in there, you reach out and let us know. And we're gonna make it happen. I spoke to a fellow that had a shop down by, um, I don't even know what street it was, but it's, I don't know, it's like eight blocks from here. We went in and grabbed some some crepes. And he said that he had to walk three blocks with the supplies. Well, if you have a restaurant or a, or a store here and you can't get your supplies in, Reach out to us, and I will do the best I can to round up some guys and go there and carry that stuff for you to your shop. Because we want to make our impact as as minimal as possible on the businesses here. We want the government to see us and hear us in the downtown core. We want them to hear the horns as they did in question period today because they had to stop what they were saying because the horns are so loud. Um, But we want to make this as pleasant for the citizens of Ottawa as possible. So Mayor Jim Watson. If you're listening, or if you know Jim, please send him this video and offer him, extend to him my invitation to uh, speak with him regarding what the people in the downtown core need and what we can do to show that we respect uh, the people of Ottawa and we have compassion for the the impact we're having on
1: them. Uh, Other than that, what else was there? There's a city councilor, Matthew Fleury, he's asking to seize the GoFundMe to pay for policing.
0: There is a city councilor named Matthew Matthew Fleury. Fleury. That's too bad he has that last name. I know. Because yeah, I know another flurry that this is a nice awesome. yeah, This guy sounds th- kind of like a yeah. dink? Is yeah. That the word? Douche. Douche. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a name calling. So yeah, get in the comments section and talk about how Chris is a dink because he called someone a dink. Anyway, he's threatening to or trying to seize the GoFundMe. What a dink. Like seriously. <laughs> I know. Uh this this the GoFundMe money is being used to feed truckers, pay for fuel. Uh, expenses being down here, uh, the expenses of the journey, and the balance is going to go to our veterans. And this councillor wants to seize that and take it away to pay for police services down here. Now, Which I don't think are needed. Which no. are definitely not needed. We don't need a small army of police down here. Now, as far as I know, uh, I, I don't remember a protest or anything in the past where They've tried to seize their fundraising in order to pay for the police services that are there. This is kind of the cost of doing business for a city or a country. That's why we have police services. Uh, We all pay for this anyway. No matter where we're from, we have paid for this through our taxes. And, yeah, this this guy is totally offside with his, his desire to get that money. However, I do understand that Liberals, when they see a lump of money, they will do anything they can to get their hands on it so it's understandable now i'm not sure exactly how that's going i think they're trying to do this through court um i'm going to find out a little bit more about it and find out if we need to get some lawyers involved on this because i know a lot of guys who will be more than happy to hammer on counselor matthew matthew flurry in court and the city of ottawa especially considering that we are going to be doing some of the work that the city would otherwise be doing because they're not going to be down here doing it i.e snow removal and garbage um, speaking of garbage pickup, if there's anybody who has a pickup that can move around in town in the downtown core, I would encourage you to find out where you can, like where the waste transfer station is around Ottawa, uh, and take a load of garbage every now and then, get rid of it so that uh, if the garbage trucks can't get down here and take the garbage away, it's dealt with. We don't want to have garbage piling up in the streets, we don't want to make this beautiful city look gross and And there's there's a lot of people here who want help so let's do everything we can to make this a good experience. Even the garbages in the alleys like the actual businesses. Yeah even the garbages in the alleys I think they're gonna have a really hard time getting in there. I don't think these businesses are open but we need to be conscious of those things and help out everywhere we can and we need to show the media and the people of Ottawa and the mayor of Ottawa and the government we need to show them that this is a bear hug it's uncomfortable, but we're doing it because we care. And part of caring is cleaning up after yourself. What else was there? There was something. Coots. Oh, the oh, Coots yeah. border crossing. Um, there is a protest going on at the Coots border crossing right now. It is not a blockade. Traffic is moving in both directions at Coots. This is not a blockade, and it's not a blockade because we are not allowed to block uh, critical infrastructure like that. So cars are moving north and south of the border in Coots. However, there is a very, very, very large uh, truck presence, farmers, protesters, cars, people down there, um, and they are making it known that this we're not going to let this fly. Even on the American side, there's tons of Americans on the Montana side that are getting involved in this. So if you're around Alberta, Southern Alberta, and you want to do something to help this, maybe get down to Coots, bring them some supplies, bring them some food, whatever you can do. Um, there's a Facebook page called... The Coots Board Crossing. Uh, I actually, sorry, sorry, I can't remember the Facebook page. uh, But there is a Facebook page, and I would encourage you to find it. Ask what they need, and do your best to facilitate uh, those guys down there with getting them food and water and fuel or whatever. I think fuel is covered, but food and showers and stuff like that are a little bit tricky. So there is lots going on and and it's not just coots and Ottawa. We're talking, this is happening in every city across Canada. Uh, people are mobilizing, they're getting together, they're unifying, they're taking it to the streets and they're telling our government that enough is enough. We're done with this, we wanna get rid of the mandates and begin the healing process in our country. The healing process cannot start until the mandates are gone. That's key here, absolutely key. And it's not going to be a quick fix because once this is done once the mandates are lifted there's still going to be a lot of people who are really scared because the trudeau government is doing everything they can to instill fear in the entire country to push their agenda to push their agenda of one solution and one solution only but i'll tell you right now i've been meeting with uh doctors here in ottawa and i posted some pictures yesterday with a couple guys that I talked to, um, Dr. Eric Bain and Dr. Byron Bradell. both extremely smart men, uh, both speaking out against the current path and promoting an alternate path that should save people and keep them out of the hospital and keep them safe. Uh, Dr. Peter McCullough just testified before the United States Senate that they could have saved up to 95% of those who died with COVID had they focused on early treatment instead of waiting for uh, this other path we're on. So there are things that should comfort those who are still scared of COVID-19 and I will say that yes COVID is real, yes people do get sick and there have been people who die with COVID and there have been people who die from COVID but it's time to take back the narrative, Uh, it's time to take back uh, control of the information going out there and get back to a point where we're getting both sides of the story, it's fair and balanced and people can actually decide which path they want to take on their own terms not because they're fearful of one path or the other. This isn't about fear, or it shouldn't be about fear. This should be about informed personal choices that guide you through your life as it's been for thousands of years across the world. Except when we're dealing with tyrannical governments. Use existing laws to force their citizens to submit to things that they don't want to submit to. But that's why we're here and we want to fix that. Anyway, we got a lot of work to do. I got to try and uh, that's that's good enough. That's good. Yeah. There's no more. <laughs> there's lots more, but we'll keep... Oh, going. Carrie says there's yeah. lots more, so let's keep going. Just kidding. We're gonna go and walk down Parliament Hill, see what's yeah. going on down there. Maybe get you guys some videos of uh, uh, the beautiful people that are helping each other uh, and uh, being drummers. compassionate and loving yeah, to each fine. other. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna have some fun. There you go. Yeah. So thanks again for watching, and we will chat again later. Oh, yes. Oh. Have you heard about our organization called wsfullsteamahead.org? If you haven't, please check it out. Okay, I was, I was just sitting in my truck here
1: warming up. I just got a bunch of nice fruit team. dropped off to me. And I was just talking to this gentleman and this
0: nice lady came by and had something to share with everybody.
1: You want me to say
0: it? Yeah, yeah, what, what just happened here?
1: Okay, I was just talking to a local that lives right here in Ottawa. He's been here for 30 years. He knows what's happening. And he told me that the mayor of Ottawa, is he called the tow truck companies to start towing these semis off from the streets and every company said they have COVID. Imagine that. Yeah. Don't worry, Justin, we'll be gone by yesterday.
0: Hey everybody, it's Chris here from Whistle Coffee Cafe in Muir, Alberta. Hopefully you can hear me okay. Uh, Obviously not in Mir, I'm in uh, Ottawa, Ontario. And I just enjoyed one of the best donaires I've ever had and uh, some really, really good garlic fried potatoes at a place called Three Brothers on the corner of, where are we? Rideau and Dalhousie Street. So while we were eating, we saw some commotion up by the restaurant that we just got our supper from. Uh, We're eating in our car. And it turns out that there was some agitator here who has nothing to do with our group. He's a local, and he just came over, and he did this. He smashed the window and then started rambling on some crazy stuff. And uh, the cop, there's, I mean, there's police everywhere, so of course, he was arrested right away. He's in the back of the cop car right now. But I want to show you this. So this is a place, Three Brothers, Shorman and Poutine. Uh, It's awesome. The guys in there are great. Uh, The service was excellent. So what I'm going to ask is that if you're watching, um, why don't you show these guys some love? Get on their Facebook page, leave them a review, give them a call, maybe throw them a few bucks to help them replace their window. I think uh, with the amount of people who are involved and engaged in this right now, doing something like this shouldn't be a really big deal. Um, So yeah, I'm not going to facilitate it on my page or anything like that. Uh, but I'd like you to reach out to these folks on their page, uh, show them some love, and, and let's help them get their window replaced. Because when stuff like this happens, a lot of people say, "Oh, insurance will cover it." No, no, no. Insurance will cover it, but we've all got high deductibles, and when we, when we, uh, when we make a claim for stuff like this, our insurance premiums go through the roof. So please. Give them a call, get on their Facebook page, leave them a review, something like that. The place is excellent. And if you're in Ottawa, get down here and try their food. You won't be disappointed. Thank you very much. And uh, don't forget to share the love. guy's got some weird stuff in his bag i tell you that okay talk to you later on
1: the streets of downtown ottawa here for freedom convoy 2022 and just ran into this lovely couple walking down here with a half a dozen shovels who are we and what's going on hi i stephen and jenny from Alba, ontario and uh we're here to provide shovels for the truckers we're out talking with some local nice people to ask for some shovel donations. Um, we're supposed to get a snowstorm. The city hasn't been looking after any street training, so we've taken it on as part of our duties. to look after this beautiful country In light of the impending uh, snowstorm coming, and to clear the way, because they were told that, uh, that, the, that the streets would not be plowed and would not be clean, they'd have to do it themselves if they're planning on staying. So they're trying to get ahead of the game, so we decided to go in gets some shovels. I personally am from, I work from the federal government. I work for the National Research Council. My employer is, of course, uh, ultimately, the top hand is Justin Trudeau. And um, I refuse to uh, abide by his mandates to be vaccinated because I'm all about choice. And um, I do not believe in putting anything with um, long, no, no long-term stu- safety studies in place in my body. I'm waiting for 10 years, and even then, maybe more or not taking it all, but it's my choice. And I've decided to go on untaped leave for the for the next six months, next six years, to uh, fight against these um, horrible mandates, which starve people out unless you put some toxic substance into your body. So I'm, I'm here to support the dropping of all mandates. a uh, freedom of choice, that's what Canada's all about. Thank you guys so much and thank you for your service and support for the truckers.
0: a little quieter in Ottawa tonight. Notice how there's garbage bags everywhere so that there's not garbage on the streets, no garbage on the walkways, no garbage in the lanes. People are cleaning up after themselves, which is great. Anybody noticed all the different races and cultures that were dancing in that big circle back there? But it certainly didn't look like a bunch of white supremacists to me. So, as you can see, there are some trucks that had to pull out of here. I guess they're heading back to work or whatever. So, there's some holes on Wellington. And this is just the this is just the street that runs parallel to the Parliament grounds the side streets are still oh this one's empty know the street where my truck is parked is still full and some of these guys actually pulled out and went to areas just outside of town where they have uh, some food and shelter and washrooms and things like that set up. It's pretty amazing what got set up for these truckers out there. Like they got the, the, the amount of support they got from um, even people in Ottawa is just phenomenal. And I actually had my first encounter today with someone from Ottawa who was clearly very unimpressed with the convoy. That was a young lady at a Starbucks. I went in to to use the washroom and buy a coffee, and um, I said, hey, you know, sorry about the the noise. I know it's probably a little annoying for you, and she was pretty snarky with me, and she said, yeah, well, we haven't been able to work for two weeks. And in hindsight, I should have said, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, Just so you know, I haven't been able to operate my restaurant in properly in two years so i understand that your two weeks of inconvenience seems like the end of the world but there's a lot of people in this country who had uh, two years of inconvenience in their business if they even have their businesses left at all so that's why the people that are involved in this convoy and this protest are doing what they're doing because they're standing up for themselves and they're standing up for their friends and neighbors, which is amazing. If there's anybody watching who's ever seen anything like this happen in Canada, that's got this many people to cooperate and unify towards a common goal, please let me know um, because I I would be very embarrassed if I had missed that. And I don't think I've seen it in my lifetime. And here's the rest of the trucks. I haven't walked down this far and shown you what's, uh, what's past. But the rest of the street is full. And this is Wellington, just parallel to the Parliament grounds. walk all the way down to where we can see the end with you here tight. So, while there have been some trucks and vehicles that have pulled out, there's still a shit-ton of vehicles here. Huh, maybe I won't go all the way down to the end. That's a long ways. Yeah, I'll be right back. I'm just gonna walk down to the end and get this on video and then I'll come back. I'm even in disguise today, I'm wearing my glasses. So if you've never been to Ottawa, it's really a beautiful city. It's a shame that there's some so much not so beautiful stuff going on in Parliament. And that like fine. There's more trucks down that road. So what they've done is they've put uh, RCMP blockades uh, at all the entrances to Ottawa and they're not allowing trucks in. So while there are a very significant amount of trucks sitting outside Ottawa, uh, they can't get in. And I don't know if you recognize that truck but pretty significant truck through this in this in this convoy Supreme Court of Canada Wow So yeah, this is a pretty significant building. Over the last 2 years, there's been a lot of people who have stood up for themselves, stood up for their rights, uh, their, their rights that are guaranteed to them under the, through the Charter Rights and Freedoms under the Constitution. And our provincial courts have pretty much just ignored their, their pleadings and sided with the government. And this is where that changes. And it's not a exciting, dramatic, uh, energy-filled endeavor. It's a slow process. It's long, it's boring. Dry, uh, but th- this is where this is where we end up when when we're uh, trying to trying to stand up for our rights if the lower courts won't do anything about it. And the thing about that is the problem that I've had. Let me just try and flip the camera. The problem that I've had uh, with what the government's doing. Is that a guy like me we actually have to um, prove that we have our rights and and that's really the only way we can get any any remedy if we have a government that's doing things to us through legislation that are unconstitutional i don't agree with that at all because our government has pretty much an infinite amount of money they have a bottomless trough to feed from, and that comes from our pockets. So not only do we have to prove that the government is violating our rights or unnecessarily infringing on our rights, we have to do it out of our own pocket while they fight us with our own money. It's not fair at all. And the constitution actually addresses this. I can't remember which section it is, but it basically says that if a government is going to restrict your rights or your freedoms or infringe on them in any way, they have to prove their case in court before they do so. And that really is one of the most important things in the constitution to protect us. Because how many people like me have organizations like Rebel News who stepped up for them and uh, got them lawyers and took on their cases on their behalf. That's, we can't all get that. And I'm very fortunate to be a recipient of, of, of that through uh, Fight the Fines. So there's my shout out to Fight the Fines. Um, if you wanna support people like me or others like me who are going through all this stuff and we have to sludge, trudge our way through the lower courts all the way to the Supreme Court to prove to the to the court um, that the government we have to prove ourselves innocent, basically. If you want to help with that, go to fightthefines.com and do what you can. Maybe even just put in a comment if you can't afford to to donate any money. And no, that doesn't come to me. That goes to an organization uh, called the Democracy Fund. Who provides grants to help people like me and people like Marla and Carrie and oh man there's there's thousands of other people that they're uh, they've got lawyers for to fight this stuff in court and you might be thinking what's the point uh, the courts the courts aren't going to do anything this isn't this isn't going to be fixed in courts with lawyers. And you may be right, but I'm not the kind of person that backs down from a fight because I think I'm going to lose. I fight because it's the right thing to do, Um, not because I think I'm going to win. And it's the same with this. That's the reason why I'm in Ottawa. I don't know if I'm going to win or if we're going to win or if anything's going to change, but it's the right thing to do because no matter what side of the fence you are if you look around at the world the condition our country's in you have to know that there's something wrong and there's been a fundamental failure some way somewhere along the line um look at all them cops they're everywhere but they're here to keep us in so there's been a fundamental failure and it's caused huge problems in our country because we should never have to argue about who's wrong or who's right when it comes to uh, a vaccine or a mask or anything like that. That's supposed to be left to us. And the reason for that is anytime a government takes a position on that and forces us to do something that we don't want to do to our own bodies or tells us that we can't earn a living, it causes division and it harms the very foundation of what this country means. And there is one word that you've heard a lot over the last few days, and it describes our country in the best way possible, and that's freedom. If they take away our freedom or only give it to us when they, they deem it's, it's okay for us to have that freedom, we're not really free. We're living under the illusion of freedom. And I don't want to live like that. And neither do millions of other Canadians. So, like I said before, if you want to end this, organize in your own town, organize peaceful protests, take it to the streets, give the government a message that Canadians have had enough. We're done with this. And uh, uh, we're going to take our freedoms back. And when I say that, it sounds kind of strange because We already have those rights and freedoms. Um, All we have to do is take them back. Anyway, I'm going to spend time with my girlfriend and Carrie, and we're just going to take in some sights before we hit the hay. So uh, I hope you enjoyed seeing all the trucks in Wellington, and I hope I didn't put you to sleep with my extremely long tirade about our freedoms and why we're doing this. So uh, stay safe. Have a great night, and uh, keep these truckers in your thoughts. And remember, they're not just doing this for themselves. Some of these guys are uh, they are able to have their jobs and, and, and live their lives normally, and that was quotes I did there. Um, they've taken their jobs, they've got their passports, and they're doing this for you. They're doing this because they don't like what the government is doing to you and how the government is making people treat you. So keep these men and women in your thoughts and uh, send them a shout out. And uh, yeah, just don't ever forget that you're not alone. Good night.